Well, guess who I have today for a guest on the program? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Coming up in just a few minutes, we have Dr. William Wong with me as a guest today on the program. Always enjoy the conversations that he and I have and the fact that we can share with you some important information. Sometimes the information we have to share is hard to hear. And some things, we just look at this very absurd world and and all we can do is just shake our head and ask for God's mercy is about it. I'm looking at some stories that I've been wanting to discuss with you all week, but you know, it's been a busy news week, obviously, with what happened on Monday and, and other revelations that have come along the way. But here's some little stories you may have missed, and, and I wanted to share these at the beginning of the program today. You remember the big deal that Joe Biden made early on in his presidency that he wanted everybody in the country to be vaccinated because he promised you in no uncertain terms, if you are vaccinated, you will never get COVID. You will never spread COVID and you can take off your face mask. And then all was a lie. People have been saying for months before that none of it was true, that none of the vaccine studies proved any of what they were claiming. Of course, that was determined to be misinformation by Facebook, fascist book, Twitter, and every self-proclaimed keeper of odd knowledge. It's sad that doctors, you know, I was thinking there was a time that doctors were basically entrepreneurs. They worked for themselves and they were competitive and they had to be to keep their client base. Today, because of Obamacare, doctors are no more than employees of large corporations. That's really what they are, the just employees. And if they say anything against the CDC or the FDA, even if the CDC and the FDA is lying, you know, like like the phony approval of the vaccine from Pfizer in August of last year, that was a fraud. They approved something you can never get. But people thought it was approved. And you remember Biden wanted every company with over 100 employees, you have to vaccinate all your employees or else those employees have to be fired. Thankfully, that kind of fell apart. But sadly, many employees have been vaccinated. Well, well, here's a story that, that kind of got, you know, pushed to the side. After firing unvaccinated workers... Hershey's, you know, the people that make chocolate. They say they can't make enough candy for Halloween. (laughs) And they have the audacity to blame Putin. Just like Biden. Blame Putin whenever you screw up. Now, according to reports, the Hershey company is facing capacity constraints that will greatly reduce the output of candy in the coming months, resulting in demand exceeding supply. And get this, Hershey is blaming Russian President Vladimir Putin for this self-induced problem. Earlier in the year, Hershey fired all of its unvaccinated employees. 
which created a worker shortage. Putin didn't do the worker shortage. You did it to yourself. And now their idiotic CEO, Michelle Buck, who deserves to be fired for being just stupid, wants to blame Putin for the fact that we had to vaccinate our employees and call it a supply chain issue. No, it's you don't have enough employees. And she made a number of false accusations against others for her company's fate during trying to explain to the investors of the corporation with an earnings call. In a nutshell, Hershey's will not have the capacity to maintain output in anticipation of its busiest holiday because it previously engaged in medical fascism against employees that chose not to be vaccinated. Now, you know, there are a lot of people that do news stories on the vaccinations. And I've heard some talk when it all started, we're going to lose, you know, more than half the population in a matter of months or two thirds or whatever. I mean, they had these absurd numbers that were supposed to be dead by last year. And, you know, I, I never felt the numbers were going to be that dramatic that quickly. I just never saw it. I never felt it. I've prayed about it because I have to share this. I want to share with you factual knowledge. But I, I, I was convinced over a year ago of one thing, and it's turning out to be very true. These vaccines, which are not vaccines, will have a long-term issue. And the more boosters you take, the worse those issues are going to be. A lot of people have had adverse effects, untold numbers, and the, and people being forced even in the military to take this stuff when we know full well it's an experiment. We don't have a long-term history to give you. Look, when I was in the Air Force, they, they jabbed all kind of stuff you know, with this air gun into my arm. And that's just how it was. But see, it wasn't an experimental, never tried before on humans kind of stuff. Now, here's another story I ran into. I'm going to just change gears here for a second. Do you know of any children in your family, maybe your own child, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, that, that seem to suffer depression, panic attacks, or bipolar disorder? And I'm going to explain where some of this may be coming from. Nearly all sugarless and sugar-free gums and candy and, oh yeah, all those diet and zero soda drinks like, you know, diet or zero Coke or Mountain Dew or you name your poison. They have all of these chemicals in it called like aspartame. And most parents severely underestimate the power of this genetically modified artificial sweetener and how it is destroying the mental health of their kids. And it's worse the younger they are and while they're developing. And I, I, I see all these weird problems in children and you see them all sucking down these stupid drinks by, by the gallon every day. And they're overweight, they're obese. And so that's why we have to drink diet. How about you... Push away from the table, the sweets, and the garbage food, the junk food, the fast food, the trash food, the killer food, and get rid of the soft drinks. Now, my guest today is Dr. William Wong, and 
And Dr. Wong, you and I both watched the news earlier this week on Monday. We found out about the Trump raid by the FBI uh, under the pretense of, you know, of archive stuff. You think that's all that they have or are they trying to create a case? You know, do you think that, yeah, we're just here. We're, we're only here for the documents, folks. You know, nothing else to see here. We, we, we come with guns a-blazing because of paperwork issues. You think that's all they got? Oh, gosh, no. No, being that uh, one of Jeffrey Epstein's ex-lawyers is the judge who signed the, the, the search warrant, <clears throat> the next thing is an arrest warrant. And that'll be interesting for them to handle mm-hmm. because you've got the F- you'll have the FBI or the federal marshals on one side trying to arrest Trump and the Secret Service on the other side trying to protect him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, plus, Trump has always had his own security, his own private security. Right. They might get in the way. But uh, the, one of the, the Democrat congressmen just said the ultimate goal after this is to assassinate Trump. And and they they don't care if it's figuratively or or in real in real time. They want it to be for real, for real. They want him dead. Mm-hmm. And, and and why would why would a Democrat congressman probably the type like a you know to me that's like a Jerry Nadler statement. I mean he <laughs> I, number yeah. well Jerry Nadler is probably barely smart enough not to actually vocalize it publicly. I can think of a few idiots that would. But I mean, but Nadler would believes that with his entire heart and 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 is, you know, his cold, frozen soul. He believes that firmly uh, that he wants Trump dead and he wants and, and there's obvious reasons he would want him dead because there are too many in D.C. that if if God ever pulled back the veil of truth and we saw exposed the real ugly underside of the bureaucracy and how they control certain politicians, the sexual exploits, the evil exploits with children. I, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced of it, that there is something going on in D.C. that is so repugnant and so evil that even 70% of those that claim to be Democrat couldn't stand it, and they'd walk. We see that happening now with Netflix. Netflix went woke. And they went broke. Mm-hmm. They're walking back their wokeness. Uh, Warner Brothers is walking back its wokeness. Mm-hmm. It's just dumped the uh, the Batgirl movie. Oh yeah, and it's getting rid of the Supergirl movie. Hundred you know, what is it like seven? The, the real money was supposed like seventy million dollars was just yes. flushed down a Hollywood toilet. Exactly, it's gone. Yeah, and there, it's not just like it's shelved. It's going to be buried in the backyard, (laughs) (laughs) in an unmarked grave. (laughs) Yeah, and hope that it never sees the light of day. Because you know, it it, you know, for the for those that love the old camp series from the '60s, Batman. I remember watching it. What Wednesday and Thursday night? You know, two nights in a row, same bat time, same bat channel, and and they introduced uh, Batwoman. Or bad girl, and, Craig. Yep, one of the most beautiful women in the world. I love her legs. Yeah, and I mean, she. It was. It was. And but the thing is, it was still a family friendly, friendly program. You know, you could exactly. watch it with your parents and kids, and nobody was embarrassed, except by some of the bad acting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the only thing embarrassing yeah. in that program, um, and it, it was so over the top and campy, as they said back in the day. Right. And then they take something like that and they turn it into an R-rated, you know, 
just slime fest and they wonder why nobody wants to watch it exactly and and so the the left i think number one i i go with what the scripture says that there comes a time when god will grant them their wish of mass delusion i mean it says in in second thessalonians it is so clear there will come a time of mass delusion where they will believe the lie and be unable to it also says that in Corinthians, it's impossible for them to even see the truth anymore. They get their wish. They get to live in their fantasy. They get to mm. believe everything firmly, and no amount of truth or exposure will ever undo the lie. It's kind of what happened in Nazi Germany. Right. That what toward the end, the they the the demonic that thoroughly believed, they still believed they could win this war as the Soviets are coming in from the East and the Allies are coming in from the West and they're already, you know, bombing Berlin. There's no food and half of the people are escaping in airplanes running down Main Street. They still believe somehow they're going to win. Right. And, but then that's mass delusion. Old people and even young people out there defending Berlin as their leader allegedly, and I say that, commits suicide. I'm yeah. still I'm still never I never was fully convinced that he really did die. Uh, I think that the inner circle had already made plans to go on to Venezuela and other locations. Uh on that the FBI released a a document about 5 6 years ago with a bunch of stuff redacted mm-hmm. but it basically showed that Hitler escaped and there's a book in Spanish called, uh, oh gosh, El Exilio de Hitler, mm-hmm. The Exile of Hitler, written by an Argentine journalist. And it details Hitler's uh, passage to Argentina. Mm-hmm. And he supposedly he lived till 1974 in, uh, oh gosh, Doesn't... In, in a place in the, in the, in northwestern Argentina, that looks just like Bavaria, mm. and it, it makes sense. And and Germans have had been in Argentina for quite a while, yes. And, and so there were German communities already set up. And I, I can remember fifty years ago, maybe a little over fifty years ago, I knew this dear sweet lady, German lady, who had come from Germany back in maybe. Oh, I'm trying to remember before World War One. Mm-hmm. She and her husband. Um, <coughs> I'm trying to remember her name. Her last name was Spaldeholtz. So you can imagine that's a nice German name. <laughs> and she was really just a nice person. But, you know, people that knew her back during the Second World War for a while in her life. You know, she flew a Nazi flag in the little town, you know, out there in the country in upstate New York. They were farmers. And they, they believed early on, you know, in what Hitler was doing. And I know talking to her, she was well into her late 70s when I knew her from church. And with that very thick German accent that she still had. And her husband, uh, Heinrich Spaldeholtz, had died a few years before. And she talked about, and, th- and this is when I first learned about that verse in Thessalonians. Mass delusion is given unto them that that refused to see the truth and she said i almost fell for it and she said by the grace of god you know 
as the war began and we first got involved in like 42 in the United States, she said by the end of 42, the, the Lord had just laid upon her heart that she was back in the wrong place and the wrong horse. And because, you know, what did she know? I mean, look, even the New York Times considered Hitler man of the year at one point. Yeah. You know, I mean, Time Magazine. In other words, we, we didn't have this, the negative press from the New York Times, Time Magazine and others was fairly positive for a long time with Germany about, you know, how they had picked themselves up after World War One, and they were building this wonderful society and, and look at how they're, you know, they're advancing. And they never talked about what the real element was. Look, there's no doubt in my mind that the the inner core of the Third Reich, and this is what I want you to talk about, and I bet you'll have a lot of words on this one. They were demonically possessed, and mm-hmm. they were literally they were literally worshiping demons and summoning demons uh, in order for them to be able to do the extreme evil that they were able to pull off. Nobody outside of a demon could do the things with a rational human mind that they did. And so, what, what, I mean, am I wrong on that? No, if you take a look at Hitler's association with the Virile Society and Anna Osric, mm-hmm. who is, was one really gorgeous gal, she's supposedly a thousand years old, <laughs> disappeared into Antarctica after the mm-hmm. war, supposedly. But the, the Virile Society was an offshoot of the, uh, oh, what was the, uh, that Russian gal, Blavatsky's movement, mm-hmm. and of the, the, the Eastern uh, satanic worship that was carried on in the SS. In, uh, the SS had a castle where they trained the SS officers, and in the midst of the castle is a mm-hmm. large room with a place in the center to burn an offering and for men to gather. And it was, it's got the symbol of the, the, the black sun. The black sun has always been a satanic symbol. Right. It has always been the opposite of what God created. Mm-hmm. God created the sun to give light. This sun was black. Like a black and hole. Exactly, and it absorbed light. The 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 Nazis might not have started off as a satanic endeavor or as a satanic group, but they certainly ended up that way, especially through the actions of Himmler. Mm, Heimrich, yeah, Heimrich. Yes. He was almost Hitler's doppelganger. Uh, it, it, it was almost as if if something would have happened to Hitler. It would have been him. It would have been him. He would have been the replacement because, you know, Satan always has extras. You know, if, if Jimmy Carter hadn't been around, if Obongo hadn't been around, it would have been somebody else. Mm-hmm. So there's always a replacement. And, and we and we need to realize something. And, and a lot of listeners to this program are beginning to catch on. Many Christians, many conservatives, they always look at trying to get things done in the next year, two years, five years. He, you know, even even Stalin tried to do the five-year plan. Lenin tried the five-year plan. Mm-hmm. They were all failures. 
but Satan has the 500 year plan, 5,000 year plan. And, yes, and, you exactly. know, and, and, and you're just a little cog in that big machine that he's working on for that little part that you do. The entire, the entire devastation of the Third Reich was nothing more than a tiny piece of Satan's plan. I mean, a little tiny right. part of it. Just a yep. little, just a little blip on the radar screen that we think so much about. That there, if you think it, it was just a prelude, it is just a type of the world we're heading toward. And, and, you know, and when you, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you go ahead. When you compare the murders, let's call it outright murder mm-hmm. done by the Nazis. <clears throat> Nazis attacked Russia. Okay. Cost 20 million Russian lives. Stalin killed 35 million Russians. Yeah. So Stalin killed more of his own people than Hitler did. Mao killed between 80 to 100 million Chinese. And here's one of the. I lost. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, and, And I remember back in high school, we were learning about the cultural revolution that occurred in China. And, oh, and, and what did Mayo do? Awesome. He grabbed the college students that were indoctrinated mm-hmm. through their, in their 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 public school system to worship Mayo, you know, a, 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 like a demon. And yes. they were out there literally killing their own grandparents. Right. Exactly. They were denouncing, yeah. Every, every, every dictatorship wants the kids to denounce their parents and their family. That proves to the government that the government is supreme and that they have violated the family. What does Satan want us to do? Why is Satan getting into all this incest stuff? Why is Satan getting into all this it takes a village stuff? Why is Satan getting into into all this uh, sex changing stuff? Because they want to destroy the family. If you... um Yavil Harari, you know who I'm talking about. Yahoo. Yes. He, he points out, and he says within 200 years, I think in his mind it, he would like to see it more like in two to 20 years, the elimination of the family as we know it entirely. That, that, you know, he said, we're not going to need the family anymore. The government becomes everything you need. It owns everything. You own nothing. And we care for you cradle to grave. Of course, they'll be pushing you in that grave sooner than you want if they have their way but he believes in we must destroy the family in order for us to become like god now you know what is the great sin of the garden of eden <laughs> what did what did the evil one tell eve well, what is the great sin you'll become god yeah. if you eat of this fruit and, and and it's still the same temptation it has not changed a bit in all hitler you'll become a god all of it it's the same it's the same thing it never changes it's so predictable now you were talking about your family and and china elaborate on that uh the japanese when they took over uh china especially the coastal cities after december uh 7th of 1941 did not have enough troops to occupy china so they ruled by terror when they attacked Hong Kong, they uh, took 20,000 people, mm-hmm. took them to the docks, and just shot them. No reason at all. Just rounded up 20,000 folks, took them to the docks, shot them, let them, you know, 
floating into the bay. Uh, my family was amongst those. You know how mm. large Chinese families are. Yeah. I've got one surviving uncle because he was in the Kuomintang army fighting the Japanese and the communists at the mm -hmm. same time Right. Uh, when December 8th happened. So my grandmother was strafed off the streets. The rest of my family wound up shot in, in the bay. But still in all, the Japanese only killed 20 million some odd Chinese. Mm -hmm. Mao killed 80 to 100 million Chinese. Yeah. So we have these 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 things where these dictators are worse to their own people than their enemies are to them. That's right. And 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 yet Democrats today, a lot of them have admired Mao Zedong for what he did in in unifying China. Well, they they adore Mao. Matter of fact, I would say that, you know, it, 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 back when Joe McCarthy was trying to get all the communists out, and by the way, the communists won. Yeah. They really killed Joe. Uh, but back when he was trying to get the communists out, the communists were Stalinists. These days, the American communists, the Democrats are all Maoists. Unbelievable. And and they're believing their delusional lie. Yes. I mean, they're, they're going to act on it. They're going to work with it. I mean, we, we saw it Monday. And I'm sure that sometime in the not-too-distant future, there are going to be a couple of more shoes to drop. It's not going to end. The, you know, evil is not going to go down without a fight. And I believe, and I, I said it on Monday, that the biggest fear that the swamp has and the biggest fear that those that are controlling and running the White House, it's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a shell of his former corrupt self. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the man has been, you know, he said something a number of years ago that I think is very telling about the man he really was. And, and to some degree may still be with whenever he has a cognitive moment. He talks about working in the private sector for about two years before he entered the world of politics two years and in a he was talking to a bunch of government people and government types and he said so during those two years i worked in the enemy camp now think about that for a second Whoa. he you know he, he he says it like a joke you know yeah i work in government now and but for two years i worked in the enemy camp that's how government looks at its subjects as potential enemies if you don't buy into everything they say, you can, you're not allowed to think for yourself. Not supposed to. You're supposed to be a we cog think in the machine. You're just a cog in the machine. And and like I've said before, you know, I don't care about how somebody became a millionaire before they became a politician. I wonder how they become a multimillionaire on on a you know a politician or even you know civil service salary. How, uh. how was that done? <laughs> Just like Nancy Pelosi's husband did. Inside. Yes. Inside trading. When I lived in Arizona, everyone wondered why Senator DeConcini's brother mm -hmm. bought a bunch of land out, out in the middle of nowhere, just outside of Tucson, between Tucson and Douglas. And and it the land wasn't worth anything. I mean, it was just, just scrub land. Nothing out there. Right. Then they a put dead in carcass, you know, skeleton of, of some kind of creature that wandered in the desert. Exactly. 
And then they put in I-17. And it happened to go straight through where Deacon Sini's brother had just bought land. How about just that? Just a coinkydink. And, 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 and nothing to see here, folks. I, you know, That's right. Break it up. Get away. Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Comey when he had, you know, Hillary Clinton's, you know, and he had that press conference about all of the terrible things that Hillary did. And then it was like, well, nothing to see here. Y'all have a great day. Bye. And that was Whatever it. What happened to Wiener's laptop? <laughs> Same thing that happened to Hunter uh, Biden's laptop at the FBI. Exactly. They lost it. Yep. This was never, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop was never supposed to see the light of day. Neither was Anthony Weiner's. And I'm sure that Grizzlane Maxwell's laptops and everything else that she owned is never supposed to see the light of day. Yep. Because if it did, if it did, I really believe in my heart that if, if that laptop and that little, you know, the little black book, which I'm sure is a digital black book, not a physical one, if that ever saw the light of day, it wouldn't be just Democrats going down in flames to a prison. It would be taking a lot of slimy Republicans with them. There's a reason why the Republicans have always been the ineffective opposition party or the Me Too party, as they were back in the 50s. Mm -hmm. They've been bought off. Everyone in Washington has been bought off. You know, I was I was helping a fellow named uh, oh gosh I'm going to forget his name uh, Charlie Charlie what's Charlie well whatever he ran the Save the Pueblo oh uh, yeah I remember that cam- campaign I knew Charlie personally he was a friend he lived in New Jersey when I lived in in Brooklyn and I was helping him with his campaign for Congress and we had a fundraiser one night where we put on a, a little skit about about Charlie's opposition because he was taking money from the Korean CIA back mm-hmm. then. And the number two guy in the Republican National Committee shows up and he shows up with this woman who was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. I've uh, Before meeting my wife, Michelle, I had never seen a woman that beautiful before. Mm-hmm. And she wore a dress, a red cardinal red dress of little knit appliques and the appliques were about an inch wide an an inch by an inch and there was an inch by an inch spacing in between the Mm -hmm. appliques and she's butt naked underneath so here she is sitting with a red pubic hair showing through and her nipples showing through the dress and whatever and one of the guys at the beginning of the supper gives a prayer of thanks and I'm looking next to me to this Republican guy with this obvious escort prostitute Mm -hmm. with him thinking, should we be praying with this woman in the room? (laughs) I mean, you know, we, we, we're in deep trouble. Listen, uh, real quick. And then we're going to come, we're going to have to take a break here in just a second. What do you predict is going to happen mm, over the next, let's say month regarding the raid on Monday where do you think this thing's going to head? And and civil I, war. Well, we can always hope, and I hate to yep. put it that way, but in many ways, <laughs> I think it's come down to that. We if, outnumber the hell out of them. Well, I hope that we do. I hope that we do. There's a formula that Mao came up with 
that the U.S. Army War College teaches that it takes 1,000 troops to suppress one guerrilla. If 3% of the gun owners and the veterans in the United States, just 3%, because all revolutions only start with 3%. If 3% of the gun owners gave the finger to the federal government, it would take 7 billion 200, no, excuse me, 2 billion 700 million troops and cops to suppress that 3%. Ain't that many troops and cops in the entire bleeding world. We got it covered. Man, I like those odds. And my guest today, Dr. William Wong. By the way, he's a classical neuropath, PhD, exercise physiologist, certified athletic trainer, a whole bunch more. And he's one of those kind of guys that can look at the world and just kind of sort through the noise and the nonsense. That's why I enjoy having him on the program. And after our break, we're going to talk more about today's news and a couple of other things that are that are a deep concern of mine. And I, I think that you really need to hear what we'll get into in the second part of the program today. Do you believe in the mission and ministry of Truth to Ponder? I hope that you do. We are now in our going into our third year of doing this program. And I look back over the first two years that are complete. And when the program started, when the idea first came about in like May or June of 2020, we were in the midst of the pandemic. We didn't know what the future would hold. Uh, Operation Warp Speed to develop some kind of a vaccine was underway. And people like Dr. Fauci and others were just undermining everything they could. They were taking this pandemic to the max for power and political purposes. The WHO, the World Health Organization, was trying to gain more power over every nation on the planet. And the World Economic Forum openly stated that they wanted to use this pandemic as a way to usher in quickly the Great Reset. Now, we'll probably talk a little bit more about that on tomorrow's program. I have a few things that I want to share on Friday and the weekend edition that I think you really need to hear. If you believe in the work that we're doing, we need your financial support to stay on radio. It's getting very critical right now. And would you consider supporting us to pay for the shortwave airtime? It's our important link. If you can, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Truth to Ponder. That's Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. That's Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. Then on that same line, you write number 3248. That is our secure box, number 3248. And the city is Crestview, one word. Crestview, Florida, zip code 32536. That is 32536, and we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The sluggard and the cold coming up. 
Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. Your Jewish connection bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Well, in Proverbs 20, verse 4, it says, The sluggard will not plow because of the cold. Therefore, he shall beg and harvest and have nothing. What does it mean? Well, in Israel, there was a, a plowing time. The soil had to be broken up and overturned. So it could be sown later on and it could reap a harvest. Well, this, this was done in autumn, October, November. Then came the rain, then the spring harvest. But, you know, for the Middle East, it's cold in those times, of, uh, colder than the summer. So this is the sluggard will not plow or will not get up to plow. But then, because it's a cold day. So he says, ah, I can't plow. What, what, what does it mean? Well, he's not going to reap anything then. What does it mean for us? God called you to reap eternal life. It's good and it's God's will, but that doesn't mean it's easy. In this world, you're always going to have resistance and when you do good. When you do good, there's always going to be things against it. It's going to be cold. But you can't let the resistance stop you from doing God's will or doing good or get discouraged or give up. Whenever you do anything good in life, there's going to be resistance. You can't follow the path of least resistance and serve God at the same time. You live for pleasure or, or trying to avoid resistance or any pain, you're not going to reap any harvest. You won't be blessed. The path of least resistance also has the least blessing. There's a path of seeking pleasure and no resistance. The slugger takes it and he gets nothing in the end. But there's a path that you, you go against it. You go against the resistance for God. That leads to life and joy and a harvest. Choose righteousness. You got resistance? Good. Don't get discouraged. Don't throw in the towel. Keep serving God, praising God. Keep doing good. You're going to reap a harvest of blessings because giving up on righteousness is only an option for sluggards. Want more? Ask for the sluggard's plow. What if somebody offered you a million dollars? What would you say? Well, a strong and victorious life is worth more than a million dollars, so I want to offer you something better than a million dollars. And that is a free gift subscription to Sapphire's Vitamins for Your Spirit and the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors. All free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' is real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's 1-800. You're going to be blessed, but it's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, the harvest is great. The laborers are few. I invite you to join me in the harvest. You don't need a plow. Don't be a sluggard. Just an open heart and a pen. You can reach the unreached peoples of the world, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. You can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy. Boy Box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Until next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend. Don't be a sluggard. Reap and bless you in Messiah Ben Elohim, the Son of God. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Once again, I just want to take a moment as we come back in this segment to thank all of you that have supported this radio ministry since we went on the air. It's wonderful that we're getting some new people that are contacting us and supporting us. It means more than you will ever know. We just want to be good stewards of the of the finances that you send and to make sure that the radio stations we're using are reaching people. That's what I need to to know is how people listen. It's, it's urgent right now to know that where we are investing our limited support is being efficiently used. So you can go to our website, truth2ponder.com. From there, you can send an email and let me know how you listen. 
By the way, I'm not trying to harvest some kind of database of emails. I don't do that. I, I get enough emails, enough phone calls. I get plenty of that. So I, 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 I empathize with that with you, that I, I don't want to disturb your privacy. But let, letting me know is important. Once again, you can go to the website to find the mailing address, and you can even use Give, Send, Go, or even PayPal. Those are ways currently you can still help us with this radio ministry. And I'm thankful that the program is continuing to grow as a podcast. I know the day could come. The plug could be easily pulled. And and I'm sure that it will be at some point at the rate we're going. Now, once again, my guest today on the program is Dr. William Wong, and and he and I have developed an incredibly good friendship. I just enjoy talking with him and and the way that he looks at the world. We, We share a lot of viewpoints. We may disagree occasionally here and there. But one thing that I am certain of is we're coming into a very strange time in the history of our planet, let alone the United States and the Western world. I believe we have been thumbing our nose at God for quite a long time. And anytime you do that, the Bible teaches you're going to pay a price. And I believe that our nation is coming due to pay an incredibly high price. Dr. Wong, what do you think? Do you think we're coming into a time of of God's judgment and separation of the sheep and the goats? Well, we're certainly coming to a great separation because... The vax is going to kill most of the folks who have taken it. And since those folks were sheeple, those folks in the main were Democrats, those folks in the main were mostly godless, those folks in the main were supporters of just about everything evil we can think of, I'm really glad somebody came up with a way of getting them off the planet. Mm -hmm. So in the next five years... The, the the leading virologists have predicted uh, will have close to 100 million people no longer on the planet because they took the vax. The rest of the folks who took the vax will be sterile, as we've already started seeing with the menstrual irregularities and with the lack of sperm making in men who've taken the vax. Mm-hmm. They have basically vaccinated themselves out of existence and out of the ability to reproduce. So there's a culling of evil right there. Mm-hmm. The way that the the powers that be are now trying to control the food supply with them buying up a good bit of the land, farming land in the United States, with causing all of the all of the commotions with diesel not allowing the, the 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 food to be transported. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Look at look at what's happening. You know, the Dutch farmers are are, are just yes. just livid, and rightfully so. Yep, reducing nitrogen. Since when is nitrogen a problem? You know, seventy percent of the air is nitrogen. But we have to reduce it, and, <laughs> and, and we have to reduce CO two. Wait a minute. If I understand things correctly, and we're talking within recent history within the thousands of years. There are those that say that the CO2 level of this planet has been vastly higher than it is today. Yeah. And as and and we know that because of how rapid 
and how lush the vegetation was at certain points in our globe's history. Bingo. And the plants breathe it. Yes. And what are they and what is the pollution that they they exhale that's so oxygen. deadly? Oxygen. And who needs oxygen? Other living life. It is a shared back and forth process. And there's always been this, and I've been reading articles about this, there's always been this kind of a ripple up and down, up and down of CO2 and oxygen where, you know, the balance is maintained over time. Mm -hmm. And we get a little bit more, a little bit less. And there's no way that we really know, but we can see the evidence of the results of how lush this planet once was. And, And if anything... If we had more CO2, we would have, you know, better rainforest. I mean, uh-huh. we would have lusher trees and everything else. And so we are attacking something that is so natural, a process. And for what now, end? Now, think about reducing nitrogen. You can't make protein without nitrogen. If you reduce the nitrogen content of the air, you would have reduced the ability of a human body to create protein, which will physically make us weaker. Mm-hmm. Wonderful for someone to control if you're feeding them nothing but estrogenic foods, if you're feeding them nothing but but cricket burgers. Yep. As, <laughs> and, oh, yeah, tasty cricket burgers. You know, this is a new version of Beyond Meat. <laughs> yeah. In Germany, they're already selling them. Insect burgers. Made I, out of crickets. Now, you know, we can gut animals to get their intestines out and to get all the impurities and parasites and whatever else out, you can't gut a bug. Mm -hmm. You're eating its waste products, including all of its parasites. But yum, yum, yum. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see the recipe book on that one. It'll be coming out soon. Uh, And and again, it's going to be something that only the virtue signaling left is going to take. Let them. Let them let enjoy. Them further weaken themselves. Yes. Let them, uh, you know, let them feed themselves to ball on the altar. Yeah. Let them have bug burgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for them. You know, like I say, we we are we are at that point now. I really believe that. I can't. We we have the, with what happened with Roe versus Wade, is a good example, of of how evil much of the left has become. Rush Limbaugh was, you know, skewered by the left and and the mainstream media for decades. And, you know, and, and I mean, he, he's like anybody else. He had his warts and flaws. But he was right about something, something he said in, uh, about 25, 30 years ago. He said, being a leftist is or a liberal is a religion and their yes. sacrament is abortion. Right. And he's right. Yes. Their sacrament was the killing of young children in the womb. And, and, and I take it a step further. It is Moloch and Baal worship. Exactly. You know, the, this, the demons, the demons that they, you know, they want to claim that we're atheistic or this or that or the other. You know, we're, we, know we're, we, don't, we don't get into that, all that silly Christian, you know, stuff where you have the sky fairy you pray to. and blah, blah. What they have done. They're worshiping demons and don't even know it because they're worshiping the earth itself. They're worshiping the creation and they are ignoring and cursing the creator. 
people, the earth is Gaia, and if we remember biblically, or if you go to Biblical Archaeology Review, you find out that Gaia was Baal's consort. So she was his wife. So mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've actually got Christians out there, uh, what, or what, uh, not holistic Christians, I don't know. I don't know what they call liberal Christians out there. Well, the left is you know the leftist church is like you know where Stacey Abrams who's running for governor uh, of Georgia, she talks about it's her Christian faith that makes her want to to preserve abortion and God is cool with it. She's the one who said that we did that Georgia didn't need a Department of Agriculture because folks got food from their supermarkets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't. You don't need yeah, to, she, you, know, you know. And she's another one of those that believe that meat is made at the at the supermarket. You don't need yes, to get animals right. to do that. I you mean, know, the, 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 well, once again, the Bible the talks about the Bible talks about this mass delusion. It mm-hmm. talks about look, you want to believe the lie? God by His Almighty power will cloud your mind and allow you to enjoy that lie to its fullest all the way to your destruction and your end. Just hope hopefully happening soon. And then what? I mean, then what? You know, I mean I mean then we we come into the planet. You see, it's almost it's almost the reverse of of the rapture. It's not the good guys who are leaving. It's the bad guys who are leaving. Oh, not, not, now, now you're getting into some territory, not with me, but with, yeah, with some yeah. of my listeners. <laughs> you know, one, one of the things that a lot of people have looked at that, you know, one has taken the other left. And, and they've always assumed the one taken is the good person. And they're going on to, you know, a happy place. And yet that is not the way a lot of early scholars read that. No one ever thought that before Schofield. Right before 1850, mm-hmm. and and prior to that, uh, Darby in in England, you know they mm-hmm. they started coming up with this, the, the the idea that you know God was going to take out the enemies, and you know one is taken, one is left. Well, God is taking out the enemy. <laughs> he is by their own delusion, and and this is what we need to. This is the good news. That, you know, we're coming in, look, we're we're going to all go through a very difficult time. Now, you can believe, and I'm not going to get into a debate about this, you can believe the rapture or not, doesn't make any difference. We are still coming into a time of enormous persecution. We've seen it over the centuries, and that process has repeated time and time again. I mean, you can't deny that. Look at the world. I mean, if you lived... In Romania, if you lived in parts of France or or anywhere in Poland, you would have thought this is the Armageddon, this is Revelation coming true before your very eyes in nineteen, you know, nineteen thirty nine and nineteen forty. Exactly. So you know, to say that, well, you know, we're, we Christians are exempt from all of that. We don't have to worry ever worry about it. You know, we'll be we'll be out of here. You know, this car will be unmanned when it's flying down the interstate because I am raptured out. Yeah, all those Christians dying in Nigeria now because the Muslims are slaughtering them. Mm-hmm. They've all been raptured out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is where we we need to begin to recognize whether this. I tend to believe. And I could be wrong, but I tend to personally, this is not a revelation, I tend to personally hold a view that says, you know, if we're not at the end times, you know, coming into 
the time of Jesus' return, with all the technology that's doing us in rapidly, um, you know, I'd hate to think of how bad it can really become. I mean, that, that that's that's my opinion. Yeah. I'm I'm still gonna my, my job is to share the good news that all might be saved. That is my my job to help empower the church, to help right. empower people to better care for themselves so they can be the church. And so let's let's get on that. With all these people dying off, and, and you met, you mentioned it on last week's program, and, and I thought about this, and I've thought about it over and over again. It seems that in the medical establishment, corporate, in the corporate medical world, and, and it would not exist have it not been for Obamacare. I mean, you know, doctors are scared to death of speaking out against things they see wrong because it's all corporate medicine now empowered by Obamacare, you're no longer a doctor that really owns your practice. You're just an employee and they can pull your plug real quick if you speak against the vax. If you speak about a way to deal with the virus and and to minimize the damage of bacterial pneumonia, which is what is what killed people in New York State. And, you know, then you had St. Andrew the Pious, the governor, you know, putting him on ventilators. The worst thing you can do with bacterial pneumonia, that, that's a, a death sentence for 80% yeah. or better. And so we killed all these people for what? To get rid of Trump and and to change the world and get the world into compliance. It's more than just getting rid of Trump. It's to put fear into people to look at government as their solution and their savior. Just do as we tell you and you'll be safe. That's why I can't stand anybody that says, in these times, we need to be safe. Get the vaccine. We can do it together kind of stuff. I, I'm done with it. And, and I hate to think of how many people... Are, are not going to be with us. I mean, we're beginning to see it, and it's, it's going to get hard to hide in about a year from now or two years. It's I mean, already hard to hide. The the, the you know the funeral make the, the funeral parlors, the casket makers, they're all talking about what they're seeing. The pathologists doing autopsies are talking about what they're seeing and the number of people that they're doing autopsies on. Mm -hmm. the, the the death rate in New Zealand, for example, New Zealand is a small country, only 5 million folks. And you know, when you've got a country that small, you notice when a bunch of your folks die in your town. You know, it, it, when you think about it, and, and these, I'm trying to remember, it is something like, I'm trying to remember, in recent years, pre-pandemic, it was something like eight point something per thousand people die per year something along that line mm -hmm. um, in, in, a, in a given community yep. and of all causes. Well, obviously, when you take corona out, those numbers are, are going up. And, yes. And it's not corona. They like, they like to call it but, that. Anything but the vax, ABV. Mm -hmm. so, what do, so, so what do we do? What, what can we do to better care for ourselves? Because all those vaccinated doctors, you know, we're already seeing it. I don't care what anybody says. The reason we're having transportation issues with pilots and airline, it's not the weather at all. It's the fact that they can't get a crew together. I'm, yeah. I, I, in some airlines that were gung-ho on the vaccination. Some airlines are doing better than others. The ones that didn't push it that hard.
Yep. I mean, that's an obvious fact. And the biggest airlines are the worst offenders. Mm-hmm. So the Deltas, the, the, the United States. surviving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. What can we do to better care for ourselves? I know that you do a lot um, in the health area, um, and you've been a godsend to me, and, and I just want everybody to know that. That's my personal endorsement. Uh, I'm not getting paid to say that, by the way, folks, just so you know. I'm just saying, listen to what this man has to say, and he could be a great benefit to you and your health in the years ahead. How do they find your material, the things that you do? Because we're going to run out of time. It's been a, a great program again, but but let them know. Folks can type in Dr. William Wong on BitChute and Dr. William Wong Wong's Essentials on YouTube and find my videos, my, my shows. When YouTube started censoring my shows, I switched them all to, to BitChute. They can go to drwongsmessage.com and see my articles. And for my supplements, they can go to drwongsessentials.com. And of course, my guest today was Dr. William Wong. And I want to thank you for being on the program again today. Always a great time. Always very informative. Do you believe in the work that we're doing? By the way, tomorrow I've got some stories that I've been kind of collecting all week. And, and it might give you a better perspective on things that you really need to understand. You know, the, all this news about you know the, the raid on the Trump compound or, you know, home in Florida and everything else. It's all noise. There are a lot of dangerous things going on in the background. And yeah, we're coming into a very, very difficult time, I believe, in this nation and across the world. You may want to call it a fight between good and evil. I really think that it is. And I think that evil believes it's going to win. It's certainly going to do a lot of damage. The most important thing that I can do with this radio program and podcast is to keep information coming to you and encouraging you to be right with God, encouraging the church to stand up and be the church and stop hiding, stop, you know, not wanting to proclaim and, and caving into the world's desires. I've got some stories to share that just break my heart when you see churches capitulating to the world, something that we are told not to do. And I'll share those stories and a whole lot more tomorrow. We need your financial support to stay on shortwave radio. And the best way to do that, you can mail a check paid payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. City is Crestview, one word. Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. That zip code again, 32536. Also, go to the website. There are ways you can support us from there. And by the way, I'd also love to hear from you. Until tomorrow, may God bless. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two,
www.ponder.com. Truth to Ponder. Shining the light of truth in a darkening world.